So I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, whether you were able to gather as you normally do or at least if you gathered, I hope you were socially distanced and, and you took kept care of everybody to make sure that, that we don't transmit this uh, virus any more quickly than it's already transmitting here in Madison County or wherever it is that you are. So today is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, and that this year is the first Sunday in Advent. And so we're launching a new series that's called The Christmas Box. Uh, several weeks ago, our staff sat together and we were kind of looking at the impact of, uh, of COVID-19 on the people in our lives. And we were just talking about how all of us are struggling through this season and, and what God is doing in our midst. And we've been blessed by that, but, but we also are aware that, that there are some some pretty important needs. And as the staff was discussing all of those needs, um, we began to talk about ways we might be able to meet them safely in a socially distanced fashion. And, and in the process, uh, one of the staff members mentioned, hey, you know, there's this idea of having a Christmas box that we could put together um, and include in that box a whole uh, list of things that would help families during this time frame to be able to build some new traditions. Because due to COVID-19, we're going to have to set aside some of the traditions that we've had in our culture and in our families. And so many of you, in fact, uh, between 150 and 200 of you, uh, your families have already received a box that, that looked something like this one, in fact, exactly like this one, unless it had green uh, ribbon around it instead of red. And it's our effort to say to you, hey, here are some things you can do as a family in this Christmas season. And as we were talking about putting that box together, it, it dawned on me that years and years ago, I, I watched a movie that was entitled The Christmas Box. And in that movie, there's this box that, that includes all kinds of letters that have been written to family members and are, have been opened and, at Christmas. And, and there's this real tradition within, within that family. And, and as we started talking more about the different needs that were in the, the families in 20. In 2020, we realized that, you know what, there are some things in the Christmas story that can meet those needs. And so that's where this series, The Christmas Box, comes from. And so starting today and every Sunday through the end of December, we're going to take some time to open up the box of Christmas and look inside and see what it is that God can teach us out of this season of life. And one of the things that we realized very quickly is that, that because of the quarantine back in the spring and because of the, the situations with schools going virtual and in-person and then hybrid and because businesses have, have struggled and many of you are working from home and families are living all in the same house and some of you have seen more of your family this year than you've seen in the last 10 years. And we thought, you know what? Relationships are really, really struggling for some of us. In fact, the, the national numbers are not really good. Uh, this opportunity to, to live in the same household and to bump shoulders with each other on a daily basis is, is becoming a little bit uh, 
shall we say, stressful in many of our homes. And when we look at the Christmas story, when, when we look at the way the Gospels tell us about Jesus' birth and the preparations, that it, it became very evident to us pretty quickly that this is a story about relationships. And if anybody should be able to, to, to handle the increased pressure and the opportunities for relationship building, even though relationships are being stressed, and even though it's normal to have that kind of stress, it should be those of us who are followers of Jesus Christ. And so this morning, I want to ask you to join us in, in this journey of opening the box of Christmas, and, and let's start with the fact that Christmas. Christmas always is presented to us in the Gospels. The birth of Jesus is always presented to us in the context of relationships. It's always in relationships. And in fact, in the New Testament, in, in both Matthew's Gospel and Luke's Gospel, where the, where the story of Jesus is told, both of them start with a genealogy. Both of them start with, with telling who the people were who were in relationship with each other down through the years so that we have a context for, for who Jesus was and who Mary was and who Joseph was. So listen as I read from Matthew's Gospel. I'm not going to read all the begats and begottens that are in the first verses of Matthew chapter 1, but I, I do want to pick up at the end of it in the verse uh, 16 where it comes down to, to Joseph, Jesus' earthly father. Listen as I read. This is the end of a list of, of 14 generations. And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations. And from David to the deportation to Babylon, there were 14 generations. And from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, they, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. You see, it's impossible to celebrate Christmas without celebrating relationships. 
I mean, Christmas is about more than the, than the lights and the parades and all the gift giving that we've made it about. It really is about Christmas, is about relationships. And, and the fact is that not all of our relationships are good. All of us have the stories in our family of that, that, one, that one second cousin or that one crazy uncle or that, that one person who just drives everybody else crazy in the family. Maybe they were at your house uh, this Thursday for Thanksgiving. I don't know what your traditions are, but what I know is if you're going to have a Christmas that is centered in Christ instead of in the culture, then, then you're going to have a Christmas that's going to involve relationships. And for those of you who are single in, in this season, I, you understand that there's, an, th- there's a sense for us when we're, when we're living alone that, that makes us feel as if we are not fulfilling all of what Christmas is. And, and so that's why uh, for many of us, when we're living alone, Christmas is a hard time. So don't misunderstand me. When I say Christmas is about relationships, about human relationships, I'm not painting a Hallmark movie picture of this. This isn't a a Hallmark card or a a movie where the plot is the same. You know, boy meets girl, boy loses girl, uh, boy gets girl back. It's not that kind of of Christmas relationship we're talking about. No, no, what what we're talking about here is the kind of human relationships that quite often are chaotic, confusing. In the confusion, uh, there's this, this sense of wondering what God is up to. I mean, that's what's going on in this family. This is Joseph, the son of Jacob, and he's engaged to marry, betrothed, if you would, which was a, which was a legal setting. I mean, a dowry had already been paid. So when he discovers that Mary is pregnant. And he knows he's not the father because they've not been sexually active with each other. He, he understands that, that he's not, he's not going to be the husband he thought he was going to be. And she's not going to be the wife he thought she was going to be. And so he's, he's put in a very chaotic, a very confusing relationship. You see, human relationships are always messy. Human relationships are never as pretty as we want to paint them in poetry. They're never as pretty as we want to write books about them. They're they're never as as harmonic as the songs that we sing. No, no, human relationships are messy. We offend people. We don't understand things. We get confused. That's why it's so important this season as we start opening the box of Christmas to be honest with ourselves. Not all of our relationships are healthy. Not all of our relationships are strong. And often in the confusion and in the chaos of the relationships, we we miss the fact that God is at work even in the confusion, even in the chaos. I mean, look at it again, what what Matthew tells us about, about Joseph. When he found out that Mary was pregnant, and he knew he wasn't the father of the child, he, he didn't want to put her to shame. You see, in in the first century culture, an unwed pregnant woman had very few options that, in fact, she had no options that included honor and health and wholeness. 
In fact, all the options open to her, both from the culture and the religious system of the day, were reactions of shame, guilt, being an outcast. And, and Joseph loved Mary. Even though he was hurt, even though he was disappointed, he, even though he, he couldn't understand why she would betray him in this way, he, he just knew that, that he still loved her. Enough so that he decided, you know what, yeah, I've, I've got the right to, to bring her out in public. I've got the right to, to take her out to the city gate and, and break off this betrothment. I've, I've got the right to, to ask for the dowry back. I've, I've got the right to do all of that, but, but you know what, I'm, I'm just going to put her away quietly. I'm not going to shame her at all. And, and in the process, in the midst of the messiness of a human relationship gone south, God showed up. And, and God said, Joseph, listen, I know that what you're seeing makes no sense to you. I know that what's going on is not what you hoped for and planned for all of your life. I know that it violates everything you've been taught about a healthy marriage, but, but I want you to know that, that what's going on in Mary is bigger than you, bigger than Mary. It's about all the people who will ever live. This is about me at work in humanity, Joseph. And Joseph, I need you to trust me in the midst of the chaos and the confusion. I need you to trust me. Friends, listen to me. In 2020, in this Christmas season, as we prepare through Advent over these next few weeks, we we need to remember that while this makes no sense to us, While it's tearing apart the human creations of tradition that we've made, God is still at work. And just as he spoke to Joseph, he's speaking to some of you and he's saying, listen, I know that you don't like being put in a place where you don't understand all of the rules. I know that what's happening in your family is different than anything you planned to ever have happen. But here's what I want you to know. I've not forgotten you. I've not left you. I still love you. And I'm still at work. Even in the messiness and the confusion and the chaos of human relationships. Which is why Joseph wakes up from the dream. And he decides, you know what? I I really do want to follow Jesus. I really do want to do what God wants me to do. I mean, can you imagine being given the responsibility of, of raising the Son of God? Can you imagine being the father of the Messiah and knowing that this child that you're going to hold is actually going to be the one to bring salvation to the world and that you, even though you're the father, are going to end up following the child? That's beyond anything any of us has ever talked about. But you know what? It wasn't beyond God. And some of you are listening to me and you're going, you know what, Pastor, I've, I've heard this Christmas story and hey, yeah, it's a nice old story and it's a nice thing to remember, but, but what's that have to do with me? Well, here's what it has to do with you. In your world, God is at work. In your relationships, the ones that are broken, the ones that are stressed, the ones that are strained, right now, God is at work. 
And this Christmas, what he wants you to do is to unwrap the present of his presence. In the midst of your failure, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of the harm that's been done to you, he doesn't want you to just validate the cultural significance. He doesn't want you to just simply follow all the traditions. He wants you to open your heart and open your mind to something beyond what you've ever known before. Maybe your relationships are all fine this Christmas, but maybe next July they won't be. And maybe the lesson for you in this Christmas season is how to enter into this journey with Jesus, how to follow the baby who's born in the manger, how to open the box and see what God wants to do in your life. Because there's there's something you need to know that the angel said to Joseph, and he also says to you. You see, when the angel told Joseph, you're to name this baby Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. His very name carries significance for pulling us out of unhealthy relationships. His very name holds significance for for bringing healing inside of us. He will save us from our sins. From the very moment Jesus' birth was announced before Even even his birth, his mission was clear. Jesus was coming to earth to share the love of God the Father with all the creation, and that means you. So if you're in the middle of one of those stress-out seasons in your house, if you're in the middle of some of those broken relationships, if, if you're in the middle of all of that arguing and all of that pain and all of that stuff, know something. Jesus came to rescue you from yourself, from your situation, and build into you something more beautiful than you've ever, ever imagined. Because you see, the angel continued to tell Joseph that this Jesus who saves us from our sins, this Jesus is born to fulfill the promise of God. What promise is that? The promise of Emmanuel, God with us. So Christmas always happens in the middle of human relationships. And human relationships are almost always confusing and chaotic. But in the midst of the mess, God is with us. In the midst of of all of the stuff that's happening in our world right now, God has not forgotten us. Jesus came to be Emmanuel, God with us. The birth of Jesus brings us comfort and wholeness because God is with us. And that means he's with you. I brought two of these boxes today so that I could open one of them. I wanted you to see what they looked like when we delivered them with the ribbons, but I I also wanted to show you what's inside the box because I'm I'm extremely grateful to our staff and our team for putting this together and distributing it. Because you see, what's in this box is a whole host of activities that you can do with your family. There are crafts and there are are actual uh, paints and, and games and Bible verses and all of that, but, but here's the thing that, that got me. 
See, today is November the 29th. And what I'm holding in my hand is in every one of these boxes. It's a a set of cards that uh, are dated each day beginning December 1st, which is the day after tomorrow. So if you've gotten one of these from us, if you've received a box from us, then then I want you to to go and look at it today. And parents, I I want you to, to, to take note each day from Tuesday of this week all the way to Christmas Day, there's a card. And each day there's, there's a, a scripture reading for you to do as a family. Each day there are questions for you to ask each other. And each day there's an activity. Some days there's a QR code that you can scan and it'll take you to a video that'll show you how to do the craft and the materials are here or, or you can find other materials in your home to use. Uh, sometimes there's a, a, an activity that says sing this song and the QR code takes you to a video of that song like Away in a Manger. There's a, there are activities you can do as a family and each day this Advent season This season of preparing for the birth of Christ. In the midst of the chaos and the confusion of relationships, what we believe is that God is speaking and that Jesus saves and that he is Emmanuel, God with us. And so every day we invite you in your family, with your children, to carve out some time If you're doing virtual school, then maybe at recess. (laughs) If your children are in person or in a hybrid model, maybe maybe you carve out a time in the evening. If your kids are high school kids, uh, then maybe you let them tell you when they're available (laughs) for your family to sit down and take just 15 minutes, maybe 30, as long as you would like to connect and to listen to each other and to God. I I want you to know I'm I'm so excited about this because I I can see what it's going to do before it ever happens. I, I, I have this vision of families who are in the midst of confusing and chaotic relationships and confusing and chaotic times, finding in the Word of God and through the conversation of their hearts a realization that this Christmas is unique not just because of all the COVID restrictions and all of the dangers of the virus, but is unique because this Christmas we get to discover, as Joseph did, that God is with us. I love the way Matthew tells us the story about this man of integrity named Joseph. Because when Joseph woke from his sleep in which he'd had the dream, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him. He laid aside his fear. He laid aside his pain. He laid aside his confusion. And he said, I love Mary. And I'm not going to put her away quietly. Instead, I'm going I'm going to marry her, and I'm going to raise this child as my own.
knowing that the child I'm raising literally created me in the beginning of the world. It's that kind of obedience. It's that kind of faith. It's that kind of integrity that takes Christmas from a time of high stress and confused relationships to a place of comfort and wholeness. And so this morning, I want us to to start the Advent season with a new kind of tradition. Uh, The old tradition for us for many, many years here as a church has been to each Sunday during the Advent season have one of the families of the church come forward during the singing of the the Christmas hymns that we sing and, and and to light a candle that that represents each Sunday. And so with this as the first Sunday of Advent, I I invite you to join me, not in singing a song or inviting a family to come and represent all of us, but, but literally in letting Jesus Christ be the one who builds our relationships in letting Jesus Christ be the one who fills our Christmas boxes, in letting Jesus Christ be the one who heals our hurt and reconciles our pain and takes our relationships and whatever's happened to us, whatever has happened in us, Jesus takes it And he not only saves us from that, but he promises to be Emmanuel, God with us. And each Sunday, this Christmas, each Sunday, this 2020 Advent, we're going to take a moment and we're going to light a candle just like we do every year. But this year, The lighting of the candle is something that we will do to remind ourselves that in the box called Christmas, Jesus Christ offers us comfort and wholeness and that Jesus Christ is with us in this 2020 Christmas. Would you pray with me? Abba, Papa, Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you created a man named Joseph and that you prepared him through all of his life to be the one responsible for raising your son. Thank you that that even though he had questions and even though the relationships were strained, even though he had every religious right and legal right and cultural right, to set Mary aside, when you spoke to him, he listened. And so this morning, I ask that you would make all of us, male and female, more like Joseph, that you would speak into the chaos and confusion of the relationships in our homes, that you would speak into the brokenness and the disparity and the anger and the angst in the relationships of our world. And that you would allow us to hear your voice and that you would instruct us with your 
design for us just as you did, Joseph, and that you would remind us that no matter what is going on around us, you have not forgotten us, you have not abandoned us, and you are with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Take this season, and whether we use the the tools that our team has provided from the church, or whether we have other tools that we use, or, or whether we just simply allow you to speak to us each day for the next 26 days, we ask that this year our Christmas box would be unpacked from the pain and filled with your presence. For it's in the strong name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen.